old were you when, when war broke out? 10, 10 years. Second question. What year did you join the Navy? 1942. Um, what was your reaction when going off into war? Like, what, what emotion did you have? Well, I volunteered for it, so I was looking forward to it, I suppose. Were you nervous? Don't think so. I was too young to be nervous. What did you do in the Navy? Like, what was your position? Well, I used to repair ele the electrics on a sort landing craft. And I used to take it, used to, Coxswain, which is the driver of a landing craft. Coxswain, C-O-X-A-I-N. Um, so, um, funnily enough you say landings, because, um, during the war you took part in nine landings. What, um, what is a landing? It's an invasion of a shore, of a country, where you take troops ashore to capture it. Um, how did you? I, 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 and what happens during a landing? We put the troops ashore and get out as quick as we can. But what's happening? Well, we're firing the Germans, and they were firing back at us. Do you do you run into it, or do you stealthily kind of hide behind rocks and things to? When you land. Like, do you run towards them or do you... When, you, when you're going into the beach, you've got people firing at you. So you obviously drive in as fast as you can and then get out as fast as you can. Or do you yeah. try and hide or... Well, landing crafts were designed to run onto the beach. And when they went onto the beach, we used to lower the front of them, the ramp as it was called. Lower the ramp and two would run off onto the beach. And when they got off, we would get, uh, get back off the boat, go get some more. <coughs> ships, uh, troops from the ships. Um, how did you feel the night before the landing? So, were you nervous? Were you kind of excited to go into a different land country? I don't think we, we, we not necessarily know we were doing a landing the next day. So, were you always prepared for a landing or... Did you kind oh, of? Oh yeah. Um, and what um what emotion did you feel as you were doing a landing? So running off the ramp, what did you feel? We didn't run off the ramp. Our job was to take the boat ashore and get the truth off. But what? What were you feeling as you were doing that? <laughs> Well, I think I think it might be worth going a bit further into that, mightn't it? Because you're, you're you're taking you're taking landing craft ashore, open topped boats under heavy fire. I don't think anybody has any understanding of what that must feel like. So, what what is it like? Well, the heavy fire was going over the top of us. At the at the Royal Navy it was big ships. We were underneath both the German fire and the English fire, or British fire. Were you scared? Like, 
really on a scale of one to ten, how scared were you? I think we were. I think we were too busy to be scared. Funnily enough, we used to look forward to doing that landing. It's a funny sensation, but we were too too young to be worried about it. Because I guess you, you uh, by this time in the war, you'd signed up for combined operations, hadn't you? Oh, long before that, yeah. Yeah. And what what I was that? Was, I was in... Um, I was trained... I was trained as a... Artificer. I, I was trained... I was doing a nine-month course training in the Navy. Yeah. And I got fed up with that. I wanted to get to sea. So I volunteered for the Lord Louis Mountbatten's Bob, Naval Commandos, Lord Louis Mountbatten. Yeah. And how many troops were on a landing craft at once? Depends. On the smaller landing craft, you took 36. On the bigger ones, you took 50 to 100. On the big ships, bigger boats, Landing craft infantry, you probably took a hundred, but I never I was always on the small ones. Always on the small boats. The small boats went in first. And you, you were saying, I know the kids were asking your emotions, how you felt. Um, I know you've told me about a time stuck in a minefield. Yeah. Well, we were stuck in a minefield in Greece. And ships were going down left, right, and centre. Oh, the first landing we did was at Port of Velo in Sicily. And our ship was sunk there, the mother ship was sunk, torpedoes by a German submarine. But we were all right, we were in the landing craft. And we didn't, we didn't have a mother ship. And we were about six months without any ship at all. We lived on the beaches. We did landings all around Sicily up into Italy, and we lived on the boats. We always took our hammocks with us, so we had a hammock, but we slept in the open in the, on the boats, and the army fed us. And you you, you, you were telling me, so you, you were on a, a tanker at one stage in a minefield, I remember, and, and you said that was yeah. a, a pretty hairy moment. Yeah, that was in Greece. That was um, on a ship called the Fort Hell. We did landings in Sicily. We did a lot of landings on that. We did the south of France one. Did a lot of landings in the fourth hour. The, the, the first ship we were on, we only did Port of Velo, and she was sunk there. That's when we went without a craft at all. And... You, you told me previously that you um, got dive-bombed. I remember you telling me a story that you were down the bottom of a ladder once. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, that was in south of France. Um, Germans came over and dive-bombed us. Um, I shot up. I was there to run out of ammunition onto a hoist. It hoist out of the hole. And I dived for the landing. And when I got up top, George... Robinson had been there all with me, we were already there. They all, they all burst out laughing. Before he passed me, they said he passed me on the Jacob's ladder. <laughs> we can't pass anyone on the Jacob's ladder. But they all swore that he passed me. <laughs> the children were a bit of a panicker. 
Well, I think most people would panic if you had a Junker 88 die bombing you. <laughs> How old? Well, if, uh, good enough, we didn't panic you. You know, no, that's if you want to get killed, the best thing to do is to panic. If you keep, if you think about it, you, you get away with it. How <laughs> old were you when the first VE day happened in 1945? You mean if there's only one VE day? <laughs> that was the VE day. That was 7th of um, May, I think. Yeah. 7th of May. So, how old were you? 18. Um, that was in 45? Yeah. Uh, was it 45? Yeah. No. Yeah, it was, yeah. I'd be 18. No, you must, no, you must have been 21 or 22. Uh, I was, I was, that's right. I came back from the Med when I was about 22, 21. I've been in the middle all this time, you see. Um, and whereabouts were you in when in VE Day? On VE Day in nine, where were you? Were you at sea? I, I was waiting to. I was up in Scotland. I'd come back from the Mediterranean. And I was waiting to go to Japan because although we had been recommended based staff in uh, the Mediterranean, I went, we went back to West of all places, and I was called to the regular office and told I was on draft to Paganza, uh, uh, which was a base for the landings in Japan. And I said, oh no, I said, I've been recommended based off by CNC Med. And the chief head officer said, Where's the CNC med then? I said, he's in the Mediterranean. He said, yeah, and I'm here, and I'm telling you, you're right to Because then the German, the, the, the Americans dropped bombs on the Russia. So you went from straight into hot to cold? Sorry? So you went straight from hot to cold? That's what you mean. So you went straight from hot weather to cold weather? Well, cold weather, it wasn't cold in Japan, was it? No, hot, I said hot to cold. She means in Scotland. Yeah. I, I, th oh, I think right, the point right, is right. that, I think the point is that he was told, because he'd done so many, so much, uh, so many operations in mm -hmm. the Mediterranean, he was told by the commander-in-chief, the CNC of Mediterranean operations, that he could stay in base for the rest of the war. And when he got there, the person in charge of the base said, well, I'm in charge here, and I'm going to send you out to Japan because we need troops. Oh. So... <laughs> You can't do much about that. But the the Americans dropped bombs on Hiroshima. They dropped two bombs. One on oh, Nagasaki. Nagasaki. One on Hiroshima. And that stopped the, Jap the Japanese back in then. So we knew we weren't going to go. Thank goodness. Well, funny enough, 
We're in Soho, he's a judge. We're looking forward to going to Japan. Jap Japanese were very cruel to our, our people. And we were only too happy to go to Japan, really. What did you do to celebrate VE Day? Dance around Dumbarton. Uh, uh, dance through the street. streets. I don't remember drinking, funny enough. <laughs> Probably didn't have any drinks. Quite different to this pandemic. <coughs> Quite different to this pandemic. <laughs> Um, what was your first reaction, first reaction when you found out that the war was over? So, were you kind of well, overwhelmed? Well, I felt relieved, because at least we weren't going to get killed. Yeah. Yeah. If you were German, do you think you would have a different perspective about VE Day? Yeah, I'd be fed up because we lost the war. <laughs> Was there was there a, a massive sort of wave of celebration in the UK? Obviously, you were in Dumbartonshire at the time. Was there? You know, I think people have got this impression that people were turning out of their houses, drinking, dancing in the street, you know, massive national party. Is that is that a reasonable understanding? It is reasonable, yeah. Particularly in the towns, they've been bombed left, right, and centre right through the war. Now it suddenly stopped. Yeah. Well, he's off towards the end of the war, Germany. It didn't end suddenly. I think you you were saying the war didn't end suddenly. It didn't suddenly end bang like that. We knew it was coming to an end because we knew we were winning. Um, we didn't know where it was going to end until the Germans actually surrendered. See, we refused, they wanted to surrender, but Churchill... See, Germany wanted us to come to an agreement to end the war with them. And we wouldn't do that. We were only agreed to them surrendering. They had to surrender. Churchill wouldn't accept them to agree a peace with us. You've got to surrender. So the Germans surrendered in the end. Were people happy? Were people happy? <laughs> well, people were happy, yes. Dancing, celebrating. Yeah. You see, there wasn't much to celebrate, but we did have a lot of food. There was not much food at that time of the war. So you stuck on rationing at that stage? Well, everything was rationed, yeah. I mean, things like clothing wasn't de-rationed. Until 19, about a year or more later. Were you, was it nice food? Did you cobble something nice together? Huh? Did you cobble something nice together on VE Day with, with, with what rations you had? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you have a nice meal on VE Day with, with, when you used up all your rations? Like, how Did you use a lot of rations on VE Day? To I, don't, I don't remember about that. We didn't have any. We weren't rationed. We were in the navy. We got what the navy had to give us. Yeah, in, did, in, but did you not get that much food because the entire country was 
rationed on food. So did they give you enough food or were you... Oh, yes. Uh, I think the food was pretty good in the services. But uh, except when we were in Malta, then we went a long time without any food. There was no food in Malta. And if someone were enter, if someone were to was to enter the navy, what advice would you give them? So, would you suggest well, anything? If someone entered the, the navy, navy, then what advice would you give them? <laughs> if if someone wanted to join the navy, are you saying? Yeah. yeah if, if someone, someone wanted to join the navy today, what advice would you give them? Which well, one of the best jobs you can do? Because there's no war. Um, the Navy is an excellent service. You get trained, disciplined, and it's a very good service. I would want to be a commissioned officer in the Navy. Get a commission in the Navy and you're made. And this is the final question. You have lived through one of the most significant events in history, and you are now, during this pandemic. What advice would you keep to people now? Say that again. You have lived through one of the greatest events in history, the Second World War, and you are also doing so now, during this pandemic. What advice would you give to people now? Would you... I'm just lucky. No, what advice would you give to other people to get through this pandemic? Oh, well, just get on with it. Abide by the rules. Stay home, stay indoors, and wash your hands.